Hey, Money Guy family, it is officially Merry Christmas time. So join us today and we're going to be talking about the 12 days of Christmas, but we're also going to figure out 12 ways for you to save here at year end. It's Brian Preston, the Money Guy, restoring order to your financial chaos, retirement, investing, taxes. You've got financial questions, he's got financial answers. It's Brian Preston, the Money Guy. Welcome, Money Guy family. You're probably wondering, is this a Christmas episode or is this 92.9 The Stash, (laughs) where we play the best of acid rock of the 1970s and early 80s? That's right. Bo has the rocking the dirtiest stash I think I've ever seen. <laughs> now, you are a, 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 an Auburn gentleman, so it, I don't know if it shows up as well, but we'll make sure that You can call me a redhead, you can call me a ginger, but you can't call me an Auburn gentleman because I'm a bulldog through and through. Yeah, but isn't Auburn like a, a, a red blonde? You know what, that's true. I guess that is a color, but I don't think of that, especially not this time of year. When you say Auburn, I think of one thing. I don't know if you'd be chief compliance officer with that dirty stash, <laughs> though. I think we might have an issue that we got a structure in the firm here. But, guys, this is going to be an awesome show. Go check us out, moneyguy.com. And, and, by the way, if you have not figured out, we do live streaming every other Tuesday where we actually do these episodes. We give out tumblers at the end, and we do a live question and answer right. session. So definitely tune in. Um, you can check in on YouTube. You can check in on Facebook. And then all of our listeners out there in the podcast world, you guys are the founders. You guys have been around. But kind of come with us and start doing these live streams. It's a lot of fun. We have a good time doing this. I look forward to it. I and you it's never know what flavor you're going to get at the end of the episode. And you guys are probably catching on also for our visually um, challenged ones on the podcast. You're not seeing this unless you go look at the thumbnail, but we're actually wearing... I was going to say, you're not seeing it in full color. If you go to YouTube, you are going to yeah, see we, some full We actually color. have our um, Christmas blazers. Yeah. Tipsy Elf, right? Aren't yeah, these from Tipsy Elf? Elf? Yeah, we're classy guys here on the Money Guy Show. Oh. Yeah, they're it, Tipsy it's, Elf. It's so nice that they put the tag on the back instead of the... <laughs> Decide, but um, that's how you know it's fancy. It is definitely fancy. So here's what I plan on doing: PNC, which is you know the big financial institution, every year they started doing this 35 years ago. They take the 12 days of Christmas and they actually figured out what it would cost to do the 12 days of Christmas. Of course, some nerdy accounting finance folks out there would do this. Well, well here's what's cool: the way this idea even happened for the Money Guy Show is Garrett. Who, who works here for Abound Wealth mm-hmm. and also the show, um, our newest hire. Yep. Um, Garrett, we came in and he goes, I got an idea. And I was like, well, what's your idea? And he goes, have you guys ever thought about what it costs to do the 12 days of Christmas? And I said, Garrett, I think there's actually already a thing out there called the Christmas Price Index. It's a the kind of CPI, a, an entertaining will. way to look at inflation. And we went and looked it up, and sure enough, but all we could find at the time was the 2017. So we went to PNC's website, went and found who the kind of the, the press relations person, and Garrett reached out to him. And the gentleman, sure enough, followed up and said, yeah, that, sh- that the updated 2018 list is coming out in the next you know few days. Right. So we're on it. So this thing is hot off the press. I think it came out on the 18th. Here it is, the 20th. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're going to be able to give the update. And here's what we want to do. We want to take it to another level. We didn't only want to just go through what is the 12 days of Christmas cost. We wanted to explain what are some planning things you ought to be doing in the month of December to get ready for year end, to make sure you hit the ground running in 2019, but also to make sure you don't let some deadlines sneak up on you here in the last month of 2018, because there's some things you need to close out. I woke up last week and was like, 
I haven't fully funded my health savings account yet. Oh, yeah. I mean, so we're going to be talking about those type of things because there are deadlines. And look, some of these things you might even have until next April to fund. But I can just tell you, you're going to save yourself a lot of headaches if you do some of these things before we close the year just because – from an accounting and time and bookkeeping standpoint, some of like, I know my HSA provider, if I get that contribution in, in, in 2018, they don't get confused. Is this That's a right. current year, prior year? So it's better if I just keep them keep it honest and keep it all year. in the yeah. calendar year. So let, let's kind of jump into this. Are you going to be able to do this, Bo? Stash? Oh, I'm going to be able to do this. Okay. First one, partridge in a pear tree. You go sing these. Uh, I thought about, didn't I you have about. like the first one figured out? Oh, yeah. I, On I the wrote first a, day of Christmas. Ooh. What was it? Go, no, no, go. keep going. You got it. No, but you, no, you actually had the lyrics. So, so here's the thing. We tried really hard to wrap in how we would be able to, like, incorporate the 12 days of Christmas with this. And we even started writing lyrics, but then we recognized. Both started writing lyrics. We want this show to grow. We want this to get more listeners. We're in the music city, Bo. Yeah, not because of that reason. Uh, no, just being here, it's like osmosis. You get... <laughs> More talent just from living in the Music City. Uh, well, you know what? I, that must be like a, a time you have to cross through for that to happen. So I'm not, I'm not there yet. Partridge in a pear tree in 2018. The partridge cost you $20. The pear tree cost you $199.95. So okay. essentially $200. So we're looking at $220 for the partridge in a pear tree. There's a slight bit of inflation, but not much over 2017. It's not even worth talking about. So what we mentioned, our first planning tip for number one, partridge in a pear tree was, and this is a quote from Carol, who's part of our team. Cause yep. I, but what's cool about this topic, once Garrett gave it to us, I opened this up to the entire Bound Wealth mm -hmm. family. And this was from Carol. She said, this is a quote from our church on a, on a fundraiser that we're doing. It's less under our tree, more for the world. Well, that was the end of the quote. And she said, encourage generosity and care for others just so you can help expand. Right. This is the season um, to be giving and be generous and those type of things. So we thought, well, if you think about this from a money guy standpoint, this is a great time to, for you to review your charitable giving strategy, for you to consider setting up a charitable gift fund. That's you know, right. if you have some appreciated holdings, if you have, if you sold a business or something like that, mm -hmm. you can go set up Fidelity, Charles Schwab. They all have great, you know, charitable giving accounts. Okay saves you a ton of money and complexity. You know, back in the 80s, if you were going to be lifestyles of the rich and famous and you were very charitably motivated, you might think you need to go set up a foundation right. and that'd be expensive, it'd be cumbersome. Now you just go set up these charitable giving, these charitable gift funds, makes your life a lot easier. And then another thing, so obviously if you have highly appreciated securities, that's one way you can use a charitable gift fund. But as you may well be aware at this point, or at least hopefully you're well aware at this point, in 2018, the tax laws changed. Mm -hmm. So now there is some strategies where it might make sense for you to do some charitable, charitable bundling every year. And we did an entire show on this back on March 30th of this year titled How to Maximize Your Charitable Giving Under the 2018 Tax Changes. So if you want to know about some really tax-efficient ways to give or ways to think about maximizing your giving uh, from a financial standpoint, go check out that episode. Here's a big one also. This is going to require you to do a little more research. 
Um, QCDs are qualified charitable distributions. Guys, some of our listeners or maybe your parents are in that stage where they're taking required minimum distributions. Um, why not give a portion of that, those required minimum distributions, to their favorite charity if they are charitably inclined? It's going to lower how much is taxable income for them. It's going to lower how much of their Social Security potentially could be taxable. There's a lot of benefits to looking at QCDs. I, I, I just want to say, I, I want to underline that because that one's a really, really important one because a lot of folks, when they get to that that time, they may be standard deductors at that point. Yeah. They may not qualify with the new for itemized tax deductions. So this is huge. If you have parents that are over the age of 70, if you are over the age of 70, and you give any money away in any given year, you really should look at QCDs because there's some great opportunity there. And I think it's going to hit a lot of people, and I think you're going to be surprised. And it's not just a 2018. This is something you could use in 2019 and on, so That's pay right. attention to that one. Number two. Two turtle doves. So if I look at the index, two turtle doves is going to cost you $375. That seems kind of, I mean, no, look, I've never owned a dove before, but doesn't that seem kind of pricey for They're a fancy. For a, for a fancy, dove? fancy turtle doves, yeah. Okay. Two, two turtle doves. So, so here's the thing. Two turtle doves, same price as it was in 2017. No inflation on that. By the way, it's not going to be this on, on all of them. You're going to see that we do have some inflation coming our way. And then for tax planning as well as year-end planning, I put turn those lemons into lemonade. By the way, the market was down again today. I mean, we've had some volatility, unfortunately, sneak in. I think it's scared a lot of people. Sure. But there, this is an opportunity when you do have a market um, that has a little more volatility, has some, 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 you probably have some losers in your portfolio. Great time to go harvest some of those losses. You can turn those lemons into lemonade because when this thing recovers, and it will recover, we all know, um, it's nice if you go ahead and lock down some of those, those capital losses to help offset some taxes. There's, there's actually a fantastic friend of the show, Miles. He's in the live chat. And one of the things that he asks is, is now a great time? And he asks this real time in the chat is now a great time for tax loss harvesting. I just real quickly want to say, if you're somebody out there and you've never heard that expression, what does tax loss harvesting mean? It's when you have a loss in your portfolio and you sell that loss. Maybe you own a large cap mutual fund and you sell that and you go buy something different. Now, you can't go buy the same thing or else you run into some loss rolls, but you go buy Flash a different rules. investment option. Well, all you've really done is you've captured the loss, and then you still have your dollars invested that when it recovers, it can come back up. So it's a way to take advantage of the market going down. Yeah, because, I mean, your money's still working, so it's not like you gave up on investing. It's just you strategically locked in some losses, because we also know at year-end, a lot of your mutual funds are going to be issuing capital gain distributions right. and other things. It's nice if you catch a little bit of a you know, locking those losses to offset those. Plus, you can deduct up to $3,000 a year mm -hmm. just on your tax return. So, so take advantage of those opportunities. Number three, um, all, by the way, before I go past, rebalancing. This is oh, a great yeah. time with the tax law harvesting. You can couple that with rebalancing and make sure that this is a time with this volatility. Is your portfolio reflecting um, who you want to be from a risk profile, right. too. So take advantage and pair those two things together. Deanna in the chat said this well. She says, you know, the market isn't down, just everything's on sale. That's a great yeah. way to look at it. So look at your portfolio and figure out, should you rebalance, and are there some opportunities that are presenting themselves with this volatility? Number three, three French hens. Three French hens. Now, this shows you how fancy those two turtle doves were. Three French hens are $181.50. 
That's three birds, and two birds was a lot They're more expensive. The, 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 the aviary marketplace seems really inefficient. <laughs> no, no price increase from 2017. Um, and we put planning opportunity here is, and I kind of alluded to this on the last one, huge capital gain distribution. So this is a good time to pay attention. Here's the good news. If you own mutual funds, they will give you no, – well, they publish this information. They put it out there to the public – what they plan on distributing, and they give a date of declaration mm -hmm. or ex-dividend date that if you are a shareholder as of these days, you're going to get this income. Right. It's important for you to pay attention because we've already had two or three clients where we found out that a, a, a unique holding that, the, that one client had was going to have a capital gain distribution close to 50% of the net asset value, meaning essentially – of what a share of this, essentially, is going to be a 50% distribution. Right. If you don't have a, a big taxable gain, why would you want to hold that fund, take that big gain, mm -hmm. and then pay all those taxes? It just doesn't, it's not a great thing right. to, to have happen. So pay attention. And this is also why you need to be very careful about investing in the month of November and December, because yep. you don't want to be buying into these funds right before they issue out a big old dividend, because guess what? You pay the taxes on that income. And a lot of you are probably thinking, well, that's great. You know, I don't mind if I get a 50% return really quick. That sounds incredible, right? With mutual funds, they do lower and adjust the price, um, so you don't you don't really get all of that benefit. All you're really getting is a tax bill. It I mean, that's all you're bill. really doing. So one of the things you can think about as you look at rebalancing, as you look at loss harvesting, or even investing at the end of the year, maybe you're someone who has a dollar cost averaging strategy where you sold a business or sold a house or something, and you're easing it into the market. At the end of the year, ETFs can be your yeah. friend because with ETFs you don't run into those capital de gain distribution. Yeah, because managers, you know, here's another thing with passive. When you're buying index funds, this is another thing that stealth benefit to index investing is that they pay out dividends and, and gains as they come in or as holdings change. Yep. It's not one of those things like with an active manager where they can build up and then distribute all in the fourth quarter. So uh, those index funds and those ETFs definitely more tax advantaged at year end. So pay attention to that. Four calling birds. When you look at four calling birds, they're $599.96. So just under $600. I get, you know, I, I don't think when I actually – Listen to this song, you know, earlier on as a kid, I realized how many how many birds were in this There's thing. a lot of birds. There's a lot you, of birds. You're kind of a crazy bird person yeah. if you if you if you do the, the twelve are, days of Christmas. Yeah. So when I think of calling birds, that's kind of like your parrots and your your singing birds, right? I mean, isn't that what when, when you think about calling birds? I think it, obviously it's it's I'm not gonna make myself out to I'm obviously not an expert in birds. So here's the planning opportunity under number four. Max out or open those retirement accounts. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, obviously big legal tax deduction. This is a, what I call one of those legal loopholes. Yep. You know, the government wants you to be saving for the future, so they give you these big opportunities to save some money. So pay attention to that. You know, if you're self-employed, you're solo 401ks, you need to set those up before year end. Yeah, and there's, there's a real simple reason for that because a lot – of retirement plans we'll talk about in a second will let you fund after the end of the year. Yeah. But if you remember the way 401ks work is there are two things that can go in or two types of contribution go in. There are employee contributions. Salary deferrals. And then employer contributions. Profit sharing. That's exactly right. <clears throat> well, 
employee deferrals kind of have to happen in the, the on the year. calendar year. That's exactly right. So make sure, and that's why. But here's the benefit because people are going to hear me say next: if you're self-employed, you can do what's called a SEP IRA, and that's all employer-funded. So you can do those. Here's the cool thing: they really do have a time machine. So if you fund those in 2019, there's a good chance they still benefit you for tax year 2018. But with a solo 401k, you get all the benefits of a SEP IRA, meaning the employer-funded profit sharing. But then you get to do that 18,000 in 2018, the 18,500 if you're under 50, 24,500 right. if you're over 50. That's salary deferral. And if you do traditional contributions, not Roth, get a tax deduction. Sure. So that's why you got to you got to step up. If you're self-employed, you got a side hustle, you still have time to go set up a solo 401k. Go check it out because that deadline does close at the end of the year. Another great thing that we love about solo 401ks that are a little different than SEP IRAs is they don't come into the calculation when you're thinking about IRA accounts. If you're someone who's doing oh, yeah. Roth conversion strategies or something like that, solo 401ks won't muddy those waters. SEP IRAs will. That's a great point. And, and here's the cool thing. This is a planning looking towards 2019. And this came from Gabe, by the way, who's sitting in the other room. A lot of you guys out there in the, the Money Guy family, you work with Gabe. 2019 contributions are changing. Yep. IRAs are going to go up, and this is including Roth, are going to go from 5500 a person to 6000 Perfect. Plus, they, if you're over 50, you still get that $1,000 catch-up contribution. 401ks are going to go from 18500 up to 19000 starting awesome. in 2019, so another $500 increase there. Still have the $6,000 catch-up if you're over 50. And then HSAs are going to go up. They're now $7,000 for a family. Um, what was the, the, the individual? I didn't have that on my notes. I hate to put you on the spot. Is it, ha is it half of it? Is it thirty? It probably is 3500 Because I think it used to be thirty four fifty, yeah. and I think it was Shame on me for not having that in I'm the show I'm pretty sure it's notes, half, 3500 um, So let's move on to number five, because this one does have some – it's not inflation. This is what we call deflation on the five golden rings. Oh. Five golden rings. That one, five golden rings. Is it? Did y'all hear that? That's the second that? show I've done. Yeah, in the he last did the hand. If you're not watching on YouTube, go out and check out the YouTube because you got to see his hand as he hit that high. So note. five golden rings in 2017 would have cost you eight hundred and twenty-five dollars. Things typically, as you know, time goes on, get more, more expensive. expensive. That's yeah. inflation. Five gold rings in 2018, seven hundred and fifty dollars. Hmm. So that's a decrease of nine point one percent. That's a big drop. Here, here's something else I want you all to notice, because this is a fun little index. But have you noticed, you don't see the guys out there spinning the signs that say gold on them anymore, and you don't see as many commercials where people are telling you how great gold like is. cash for gold, and you should be in gold, yeah. and you should go buy gold. It's, it's funny how those things have all disappeared. <clears throat> but it's um, So let's talk about planning opportunities. Tax projections and planning to make our favorite uncle happy. This is your last chance, and this is where I, I put on my CPA visor. Yep. And I, I think about this is that if you're a person that gets big bonuses at year end, maybe you're in something with commissions or sales, sales yep. or something like that, and you are worried, because remember, you have, to, you have to worry about what's called underpayment penalties. That if you have a big year compared to last year, you need to make sure that your tax obligations are paid up the cool thing about tax withholding, if you've got bonuses and other things, it doesn't matter if you pay your tax withholding, meaning out of your paycheck, January 1st or December 31st. The IRS looks at that money all the same. Mm -hmm. So as long as you get it funded by year end, you'll get out of a lot of issues. It's also a good time for you to look at doing tax projections to see if you need to make an estimated tax payment 
by January 15th, if you live in a state that's deductible and you don't have to worry about those SALT caps, you probably want to make your state estimated tax payment before December 31st. But pay attention to where you are in that $10,000 SALT limit that we have now with the new tax laws. This is what I love about tax projections. And this is actually a pet peeve of mine. And I'm going to say this, and if you're someone out there who's recently sent me this email, it's not a big deal. But a lot of folks will wait till the end of the year and they say, hey, what do I need to do for taxes this year? Well, how do I need to, what do I need to be thinking about? Well, the beautiful thing about doing a tax projection now for next year is you know when the best time to do your tax planning is? Is at the beginning of the year, before the year happens, yeah. rather than the end of the year. Because you can do a lot more starting in January than you can go back and try to fix in December. So tax projections are a great way to get out ahead of that and make sure you are setting yourself up for success. Here's the one caveat we'll throw out there. 2018 has been kind of a unique year because all the tax laws change. So yeah. if you base all of your projecting off of what 2017 was, it may or may not be perfect because 2018 is going to look a little bit different. So I've had a lot of folks say, hey, tax law just changed. Do I need to go adjust my W-4, my withholding? Do I need to change that? Maybe you can, maybe you can't. I would probably wait until you actually file your tax return to see how much your taxes have changed yeah. before you start making big changes. It will be. It's kind of like when people have a different go into a different season of life. Like they go from working to retirement. I always take them, tell them it takes like two years for you to figure out what your tax situation is going to look like in the future. This year is kind of going to be like that for everybody yep. because the tax rules have changed so much with lower tax rates as well as just caps on mm -hmm. you know deductions on certain things, but then also much higher standard deductions. Yep. So it'll be interesting to see how this all works and and see how, you know, what changes happen over the coming years. That's right. Number six, six geese allaying. Number, so six geese allaying. There was, a, listen to this, 2017, there were $360 to get six geese allaying. So that's oh, 60 geese bucks are a geese. lot cheaper than doves. Well, now they're getting more expensive. Now they're $390, according to PNC okay. Bank. So that's an 8.3% increase. So there's some inflation, yeah. almost offsets, you know, offsets some of that. And once again, that money made up on the gold in rings. this song. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Very much a bird economy back in the day. I'm just sitting there so, thinking if, you know, my wife, she's my true love, and if I gave her all these birds for Christmas, my house would be a mess. Uh, but yeah. that's neither here nor there. Keep going. <laughs> and noisy. So here's the planning opportunity. Review and update your budget. This is where you need to go ahead and look back and measure where your trouble areas are. Get a plan of attack so that you are more proactive in 2019. If you have something that you struggled with in 2018, what are you going to do, do differently to make sure that doesn't happen in 2019? Right. And then, you know, Bo, you'd put in here, don't fall into the what the, a big trap. What's the trap you see people make? Yeah, so, okay, so it is the Christmas season. It's the holiday season. And we all love buying gifts and doting on those that we care about and all that kind of stuff. But make sure that you're not putting yourself in a bad position where you are borrowing from yourself in 2019 to pay for the holidays in 2018. It's true. So that means going out and racking up a bunch of credit card debt, way overspending, keep it reined in. If you budget well and you plan, you can still do all of those things without getting yourself in some trouble. So that temporary... Joy might not be worth the cost that you're going to see come January. That's a great point. Number seven, this one's going to blow your mind. Because when I was reading through the 12 days of Christmas, my eyes popped out of my head when I saw this one. Seven swans of swimming. More, more, more birds. birds. Did but, you ever realize but, there were this many birds in this song? The, birds, it's just like when you find out that people are paying so much for a bicycle, you're like, does that bicycle have a motor? <laughs> when you read how much a swan costs, you're like, 
Does that bird, can I ride it? Is, I mean, is it like a gold, Pegasus? Is that I mean, the golden eggs on that Because listen to this. Seven swans of swimming cost $13,125. How much? $13,125. That's for seven birds. That's like a... All right. So I have a new appreciation for swans. <laughs> yeah. By the way, there's zero increase. Swans, that market's pretty mature, so there's no <laughs> price increase over 2017 on that one. But... I was shocked to see that seven swans cost $13,000. I love my wife a lot, but she might not be, she getting, might not swans be getting any swans if we were doing this. But she might um, be going back to the, to the hens whew, or the geese. They're a little more She'd be getting some inflatable swans from Amazon, <laughs> is what she'd be getting. So, planning opportunity on this one. And this is for such a small note, it is such a powerful thing. I put this is a great time for you to start the annual tradition of doing a net worth statement. I mean, if we just had. Um, Sarah on talking about the next millionaire next door. Right. Make sure I got the right got next <laughs> in there. And, and, and the cool thing about that episode really is, is that you got to kind of know where you fall in your saving strategy. Cause the goal is, is to turn income into assets because you can be very, you can be income rich, but that doesn't create wealth. That just means you have a lot of income right. running through your cash flow. So it's the way you're going to be able to track this stuff is do a net worth statement. Really, some cool opportunities if you get that tradition going. You know, I, I always uh, get this question: you know, when's the best time to start investing? And my answer always is: the best time to start investing was yesterday. The second best time is always today. Your net worth statement's the exact same way because I hear people all the time saying, "Oh, well, I, you know, I'm 45 years old and I've never done that before." So what? Start now because it is going to be absolutely incredible when you can actually see where you are. And then once you've done it for three, five, seven, ten years, it gets wonderfully exciting. One of the things I'm going to do is, I, you know, I have a few group, a few groups of things that I'm involved with here in town. I'm actually for humble brag. Uh, no, 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 it's not like special <laughs> groups. It's just groups, right? Uh, one of the things I'm going to do is I have a net worth template. I'm actually going to send it to all the guys, these groups, and hey, guys, I don't know if you're doing this, but you should start doing it. And that's going to be like my little Christmas present to them this year because yeah, I think and, it's that valuable. And we have some some cool planning things we're thinking about for 2019, and we keep coming back to net worth. So we're you know there'll be more money guy opportunities for you guys too. So we'll check back in with us on that. Number eight. Eight maids of milking. Okay. So eight maids of milking. Last year, I guess they're not counting on the maids to be taking long to, to milk <laughs> the, the cows because it's only $58. Eight maids of milking. Is that an hour? I guess that's an hour of what minimum wage is. That's is right. That, I read that. It's minimum wage. So, so they, did, they took an hour. Is that of, per, not per maid? It's just it takes one. They figured an hour of milking. Nobody okay. wants to milk. For you know, for more than, than an hour. hour. Okay, so it's I an guess. hour, you know, times eight. You I guess know, that so makes sense. I don't even know if that's great math, but okay. It's, it hasn't changed. Fifty-eight dollars. <laughs> we'll leave that. We'll leave that where it is. Here's the planning opportunity. Take a look at your insurance needs. When we talk about insurance needs, we're talking about life insurance, disability insurance, umbrella insurance, long-term care insurance, especially if you're in your fifties. Um, these are things you all ought to be considering. Here's the other cool thing. If you hear this, you're like, man, I'd like to know a little bit more about life insurance. Well, I'd like to know a little bit more about disability. We've done shows on all right. of this stuff. So go check out some of our past content. Here's the, here's the other thing. We're out there on YouTube. We're out there on iTunes. But if you always want a great home base to know what show and what date to go look stuff up, I don't care if you go back and you look on YouTube you can or you know iTunes or whatever, go to moneyguy.com. Yep. 
And if you do the drop down to pull our archives, there's a great search feature right there in the archives. And then we've even connected, usually the if we've done YouTube, we'll have, con you know, right there links there. So That's use right. the website as a resource. Great thing that you can come back to later. If you're somebody who's sitting there saying, oh, yeah, life insurance, yeah, I did that 10 years ago. Got it. Disability. Yeah, when I, when I started my job, I got that. Check the box. Umbrella, check that. Insurance is one of those things you kind of do need to look at and review. So a great thing you can do is while you're doing that net worth statement, because you're gonna, because we just told you you should, one of the things that you can put in your footnotes is a listing of your insurance policies. That's incredibly valuable. Well, reassess, do I have the right amount of life insurance? How much is my disability? Because odds are your situation has changed from maybe when you first bought it 10 years ago all the way till now. If you're wondering why I'm smiling. I'm wondering because I was talking about insurance. That's not really all <laughs> that exciting. talking about insurance, but my brain, I had a visual because <laughs> number nine, have you ever thought about, I've never thought about this with the 12 days of Christmas, what number nine is. Number nine is nine ladies dancing. So this is, my, my, you're, you're, doing the, you're doing all these gifts because you love your lady, right? right? Isn't that, isn't that well, what the song? My true love, yeah. My true yeah, love. Yeah. So you go hire nine ladies dancing and it costs $7,553. For like a dance company. My wife would be ticked if I hired nine <laughs> ladies to come dance to show how much I love her. I, that seems right. a little creepy. That goes I with guess. your stash. By oh. the way, stash and nine ladies dancing seem interrelated, and that's why it costs $7,553. <laughs> Not so sure it's the most romantic thing in the world. Maybe that just doesn't hold up over time, but that, that's um, that one's weird. By the way, no price increase on the nine so no, ladies dancing. No inflation on dancing ladies. That's fun. That's expensive though. But um, here's planning opportunity. Hone those shopping ninja skills. Because you're gonna buy. It's the time of season. We got oh, Black yeah. Friday. We got Amazon Day. We got. Nobody Christmas does shopping. Black Friday anymore. They do Cyber Monday. Black Friday's kind of died a slow death. You don't feel like that? I mean, yeah, probably, but you didn't have to just kill my thunder there. I was on a roll. <laughs> well, keep going. So keep you're going to be shopping on Cyber Monday and Tech Tuesday and Wowza Wednesday. And you're Free be doing shipping day on December 14th. And you're going to be doing all these things. <laughs> uh, it's going to be, if, if you really want to be a shopping ninja, you should figure out how to stretch your dollars 5 to 10% further than your you peers. And there's a way to do it. We've done shows on that, but let me just, if I want to pique your interest, you need to know about Ebates. You need to know about cashbackmonitor.com. You need to know, what's your grocery store site? Yeah, I always, oh, man. So we started using this. This is, this is going to be crazy. But we started using Instacart at my house. Just because with where we are life cycle-wise and how busy we are and stuff, we actually are having our groceries delivered right now. And if you're one of their Express members. High roller. No, no, no. It's not like that. They just waived their delivery fee and their surcharge. So if you pay the annual membership or whatever, you can have you can create your grocery list, multiple grocery stores in your location, and it will be delivered to your house. All you have to pay, the only cost to it, is tipping the driver. Right, see, I haven't, I haven't looked into that one. And then the last thing I had on here was reward credit cards. Um, just make sure, because... I had this discussion with my wife. We had a, a, a pretty big purchase that she used, and I found out she used one of our flight credit cards because my, my wife equates when she uses the, the, the travel flight credit she card. She gets to go on a trip. She gets to go on a trip. But I had to let her know that, unfortunately, the airlines are so stingy with their points, it would have been better if she would used our Fidelity 2% cash uh -huh. rewards uh -huh. and to buy those tickets. So 
So pay attention to which reward credit card you are using to maximize those points. We've done shows on that stuff too. This is this show is a great kind of review of yeah. all the shows we did in yep. 2018 and otherwise to, to, to look at as well. And then I put this, this came from Garrett. He said free shipping day, which is December 14th. For That's all great. you procrastinators, you're going to have free shipping on December 14th from a lot of online retailers, it sounds like. I just I don't think about shipping a whole lot. That's an aside for a different time, but I don't think about shipping costs a whole lot. That's because you do Amazon Because I do Prime, Prime yeah. That's... Let's move on. Number 10. I guess this is, the, the, this is payback for the nine dancing ladies that you had on number nine. So 10 is 10 lords a-leaping. So you get the dancing girls. You're going to show your love by getting the lords 10 a-leaping. lords a-leaping. That, there has been a price increase that was a, even $10,000 in 2018. $1,000 per lord. And the last year it was ninety seven oh eight. Okay, so Lord's getting a little bit. There's a three percent inflation. That's that ties in nicely to inflation. So so think about that. And then this was actually one you put out there, Bo. Take advantage of those low lying tax deductions, the health savings accounts. Yeah, if you're someone like Brian who you get into the, the year and you notice you haven't maxed it out yet, go max that out. Because by yeah. the way, that is a front page deduction. Really, really exciting stuff. Go do that. And then another one to talk about if you happen to live in a state that has a deduction for your college savings a 529, make sure you're going to do that 529 contribution, get that state tax deduction, get it in before the end of the year. And then it's not, it's kind of related, but it's not related to a health savings account is the flexible spending account. A lot of employers will offer you where you can, you know, do the co-pays and other things with your flexible spending account. But the thing is you have to use it or lose it by December 31st. So go out there and make sure that you're taking advantage of those FSA dollars as well. Number 11, 11 Piper's Piping is $2,804, which is an increase from 2708 or 3.5% increase. I mean, these are just some... These are expensive gifts. We listen to this song every year, and I don't think you've ever really thought about, what, thought about what's going gifts. on in the 12 and Days of they, Christmas. It is expensive. I mean, this, this, this fellow or lady, whoever's buying it for the true love, really, they really went... Big. Well, this is old school days. You know, they didn't have the internet where you send the balloons on your iPhone. And That's true. Explodes. So you get, back then, instead of sending balloons or champagne, pot, corks are popping. You um, you send eleven pipers piping. Um, make sure here's planning opportunity. Make sure that your RMDs, your required minimum distributions, have been distributed. And then I put a just a quick reminder. I know we've already used this one under the charitable number one. But we said, remember that those qualified charitable distributions, too, because they are kind of related. What happens, Brian, if I'm someone and maybe I, I turned 70 earlier this year, or maybe my mom or dad or one of my grandparents, somebody turned 70 this year, and they just didn't think about this whole required minimum distribution thing, and they didn't do it. What happens if I don't do my RMD this year? Well, I mean, by law, there's supposed to be penalties, So you, you pretty, get, pretty stout Penalties so you got to do it anyways after the fact, and then there's going to be taxes and there's going to be penalties on it. It's pretty big, and and it's kind of it's kind of I don't want to say punitive because that sounds bad, but it's painful. But right? I don't I don't want to go the glass half empty route. I, I just think that the, probably if you're a money guy, family member, you're proactive. You're hearing this stuff, and, and a lot of you guys, you know, just pay attention to RMDs. Sure. The good thing is a lot of your custodians are going to send you those letters. They're going to give you heads up. They're going to give you the nudges. There's plenty of opportunities to make sure that you are getting those distributions. Right. And that is a planning opportunity, though. If you're getting to that age, you know, pay attention because you already heard the qualified charitable distributions. There's also some opportunities on when your birthday falls, on yep. whether you have to defer it to next year or go ahead and advance it. So, right. so pay attention to those things. 
Number 12, 12 drummers drumming. 12 drummers drumming. This year is $3,038. Last year was $29.34. That's an increase of 3.5%. So another inflation increase there for those, those um, 12 so drummers. With all the drummers drumming and all the birds doing what birds, this is a loud Christmas morning also, I feel like. That's why there's all those funny, you know, people get so tired of the song and all the repetitiveness mm -hmm. that you hear the comment, you know, the the, the the quartets that do the funny. I can't remember. If I if we were further into this whole Christmas season, I would have listened to enough Christmas <laughs> music. I could tell you um, the name of that. Um, what is it when you don't use musical instruments? The Acapella. Acapella band yeah. that, that does a funny. I, I love that one. But um, good <laughs> planning. Let's get on point. Good planning step here is good time to set up those financial resolutions and planning goals for 2019. Right. This is, you know, I, in the past, we've done episodes on vision planning for year end. This really is take inventory of what happened in 2018 to figure out what you can be doing in 2019 to really be successful, to attack, figure out what you're good. Are you happy? Are you fulfilled? Are there things that you could be doing to get your army of dollar bills being more productive and working harder for you? That's the big thing that we you hear is a common theme on this show and we just want to make sure you're maximizing opportunities you know i think this is a, a great opportunity brian and we'll say this for all the folks out there in live youtube or you know this show is going to be released the day after thanksgiving that's exactly right that's, so, that's why we're wearing these good looking things for think, christmas season brian when you think about things you're thankful what's what's something that just comes to mind as it relates to the money guy show well the money guy show i just i'm still floored that this will be, we started in January of 2006. So if you think about that, we will be entering, I mean, man, it's incredible to be thinking that this is two decades of working into our second decade of yep. doing this. Um, guys, it, I just floored by how this thing has grown because this was just a passion project. It really is. I tell you that all the time, but this thing has become the backbone of, of you know, really how we spread the good news of good financial planning and um, create an education platform. It, it's, but you know, and personally, I'm just thankful. There's so much good that comes from just looking at things optimistically. Mm -hmm. And I and I love, you know, we see that if you want to do 12 days of Christmas, it'd be thirty nine thousand and ninety four dollars, close to ninety five dollars. Um, you don't have to go spend thirty nine thousand dollars to make your loved one happy, but it does probably help. If you're at least doing the right things financially so that you don't have credit card debt, so that you're maximizing that retirement plan, so that you're successful when you reach that day of financial independence. You know what I thought was really nerdy when I was uh, reading through this? What? So $39,000 is how much they said that the list would have cost if you did the they actually went and calculated how much it was if you did the whole refrain. Yeah. You know, you did one, and then two, and then one, and then three, and then two, and then one. Did you, did you, did you notice what that number was? Oh, yeah. It's pretty big. It's 170609 I mean, you just bought a house full. Literally, you bought a house full of birds and drummers and ladies and lords. And when this song was written, nobody's doing the 12 Days of Christmas. Just, somebody wrote it. This is like those YouTube videos where people are driving Lamborghinis and, you know, to pick up their Uber riders and things like that. It's all pie in the sky to get eyeballs on it. That's what happened when we wrote the 12 Days of Christmas. Nobody's buying that many birds. You'd have <laughs> ran that girl off long time ago. So that's probably a great way to close it, guys. We are excited. We made it through Thanksgiving. You can tell we didn't do a Halloween costume, so you, some of you were disappointed. You didn't see... Game of Thrones, you know, I, I, I retired that. That's but right. you know what you get? You get a loud, tipsy elf 
blazer situation and a classy tipsy elf When situation. I see that, I think classy. I so, think high class. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure you subscribe if you're coming in on YouTube. Make sure you subscribe if you're on iTunes. And go to themoneyguy.com and give us your email address. we got really cool things coming in 2019. And we love to share that abundance mentality with you um, and continue to grow with us. I'm your host, Brian Preston, Mr. Bo Hanson. We'll talk to you soon. The Money Guy podcast is hosted by Brian Preston. Brian Preston is a principal with Abound Wealth Management. Abound Wealth Management is a registered investment advisory firm regulated by the Security and Exchange Commission in accordance and compliance with the securities laws and regulations. Abound Wealth Management does not render or offer to render personalized investment or tax advice through the Money Guy podcast. The information provided is for informational purposes only and does not constitute financial, tax, investment or legal advice.